Welcome back to the Fun Astrology Podcast for the 13th of December. Thomas Miller back in here, and we're going to pick up kind of where we left off yesterday. We were saying that we were going to peek around the corner and start looking into next year, and I thought we would do that today. No exact aspects in the sky, but a big, long void, of course. Those of you sensitive will want to take note. It begins 10 minutes before 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Leo moon there for the last part of today, and then it moves into Virgo overnight while most of us in the United States will be asleep at least at 3.45 a.m. The moon ends that long void, of course, and enters Virgo. Another big aspect to put on your radar for tomorrow, it turns direct, and that will be at about a little bit after noon tomorrow, but the sun squares Neptune. Remember all this stuff we've been talking about, the truth? And that's a really good segue into next year. So just be aware that Sun-Neptune might be related to some of the things around what we've been talking about with the truth shaking out. Ray Merriman mentioned it as a factor in the markets. That episode was Saturday. And you may feel it as well from a matter of clarity, indecision, not being able to kind of sort things out, fogginess generally. So the sun in Sagittarius is wanting to push forward, and then Neptune in Pisces is just wanting to be all gaga. So that would be the thing to watch out for tomorrow. Now, this is all kind of on the backside, the waning aspects of last week's full moon. And one of our listeners who we've had on here from questions that she's asked, and also we did an episode with her on Old Soul, New Soul Astrology podcast with Robert Glasscock. This is Kim McGrath with a sad full moon experience. My 16 degree Gemini beagle pup passed away. So that's pretty huge. Oh, Kim, I'm sorry to hear that. And you have a lot of sympathy, thousands of people putting their arms around you right now energetically and giving you a great big hug. Well, it has been some difficult energy and we talked about it even on our Sunday night level up this week. I also mentioned it in the last four or five minutes of Saturday's episode, but I think the way it looks, we're going to be entering into some more significant real estate astrologically as these things start to begin the shift of what is going to be the next 20 years on this planet. Oh, and by the way, before we jump into that, you know, we can still marvel at the sky. And tonight, if you go out, this has been the way for a couple of nights. I forgot to mention it yesterday. But you can see the five brightest planets across the horizon from Mars over on the eastern sky, Jupiter up above. Then Saturn is going to be toward the western sky, but up about 45 degrees and then right on the horizon. I mean, you'll have to catch this right at sunset Mercury and Venus just going down the sky. So if you have a perspective of that, where I am up here would be pretty hard unless I went up to one of the tops of the mountains because you're going to miss the, basically you're going to miss Mercury and Venus. But if you have a good flat horizon, that would be just idyllic for this. And yes, these messengers in the sky that we can wonder what are they holding in store for planet Earth. So the first one of the dominoes to trip is actually next Tuesday, and that's Jupiter moving into Aries. That leaves Neptune alone in Pisces until 2026. So, you know, we've been talking about this. Yeah, we got one more week to capture it because we will not have Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces together for the next 150, 60 years. 
I mean, the spiritual perceptions that have come from this, and I've chronicled some of this over on Subconscious Mind Mastery, have been incredible. I think all of the ones that touch my heart, that's the one that I am sad to see go. Maybe it's because Neptune and my son are <laughs> like one big ball of fire. But uh, yeah, that one's been really special for me personally. Then the fireworks really begins. The shift point is March. And through March of next year, beginning on March 7th, Saturn enters Pisces. Venus enters Taurus, where Uranus is, on the 16th. And then Pluto on the 23rd sticks its toe into Aquarius, where it will be at zero degrees Aquarius. And that will be through June 11th. So what do we have? March, April, May, June. Not quite a full 90 days, about 80 days that we're going to get to see. But I'll tell you what, we are seeing it already now. Pluto then moves back into Capricorn. For those with unfinished Capricorn business, look out. Then it will dance across that line in January, September, and then finally on November 19th, 2023, Pluto enters Aquarius for the next 20 years. This is the one where we have to fasten our seatbelt. But already, and it's not even there, folks. It's not even there yet. We've already seen an attempted coup in Peru last week. 25 people figured they could take over the German government. And then I think everybody is just feeling a general unsettledness of current other world affairs. And look, as we get into this, yeah, it gets a little bit more mundane astrology, i.e. what's going on around us, and that can obviously lead to who's controlling things. How I come down on this is just from the perspective of our freedom, and that's what's going to be at stake with that Pluto in Aquarius 20-year transit. When they say this may not be for the faint of heart, well, that's probably what's going to be at stake is how much we are willing to speak up, then act up on behalf of our freedom and what forces are pressing against us and with what things are they pressing. And with Saturn moving into Pisces, this whole thing of the health-related viruses and the treatments thereof is probably going to be also a co-pressing issue going forward. That's not for 20 years, but at least for the next couple. All right, we will continue to unpack this. It's a big theme. Have a great day. See you back tomorrow for Hump Day. <laughs>